We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into the Ravens Vault. I'm Bobby Trossett alongside my co-host Sarah Ellison. And for the second time in the Vault's existence, a current player within the Ravens organization is joining us on this episode. And partner, it was a pretty good conversation. I know we're both excited to share it. It, it was exciting. We were, we've been teasing it, right? But we didn't want to name the player because we weren't sure if it would work out. But sure enough, our guy, Pepe Williams came through and what a joy it is just listening to him you know it's it was so interesting to me Bobby that again people forget about this when when you go onto that football field you turn a switch on and then you come off the football field you turn a switch off and so the guy that we see on the field was so different from the guy we talked to this afternoon this is what we recorded this Sunday the fans can't see the video but you know we were we were you know we saw each other's faces he's he was in his like Glasses mode, he had his glasses on, looking extra studious, very serious, not like the loud Pepe that you see on the field. And I've seen him that way on on a few different interviews. So it's so, I just love getting this side of players, like a side that's off the field so you can better get to know him. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And as he kind of shared and peeled back the curtain a little bit, since we did tape this on his off day, Maybe the glasses are on because of his, you know, being deep in film study coming off of a couple preseason games to to work through and a bunch of tape to look through before, you know, embarking on his his next chapter in football. And we're two weeks out, under two weeks out now from the start of the regular season. So again, needless to say, this is taking place of today's morning vault, by the way. Uh, the rest of the week we'll have your quick hitter traditional morning vault episodes in 15 minutes or less. Uh, but this one we felt was worthy of being the only podcast released today. And as Pepe said, and as you kind of alluded to too, Sarah, off the top, it's Demarion when we're talking business and it's Pepe when he steps out on the gridiron. I love that. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, what I have to say, Bobby, we do have one more podcast coming out today. This is another reason why we didn't post a morning vault. We have our 53-man predictions. So let's not forget about that. We'll release that later this afternoon. How could I forget? Your episode that you've been pushing so hard in recent days. How could I forget that? 
Listen, man, it's clearly on my radar and not yours, but I appreciate you humoring me for it. <laughs> no question. We're excited to bring that to you as well, because uh, within the next 24 hours, depending on when you're listening to this episode, the Ravens have to make their their roster cuts and trim it down to 53 players. So again, without further ado, why don't we jump into this conversation? One of the many selections in the fourth round from the 2022 draft is joining us here for an exclusive conversation Demarion pepe williams we hope you enjoy it he's making his debut here on the vault here he is sorely quick throw oh it's intercepted and there's a clear path to the end zone too by pepe williams is down finally deep in arizona territory Pepe, welcome into the vault, man. We're glad you can make your debut now that preseason's over and you're getting ready for your first ever NFL season. Congratulations on everything that's come your way thus far. Thank you. Thank you. How would you best describe the the edge that you have on the football field? I say I play with a big chip on my shoulder, going through my process and experiencing all the ups and downs doing 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 football. So, I mean, I, I carry that on my shoulders to keep going and producing and making plays. So my edge is, is is different out there, you know what I mean? I put, I got a big tip on my shoulder. Yeah, and you can see it when you play. It's it's really a joy to watch. So Pepe, for those that don't know, you know where your nickname came from. We know that your your official name is Demarian, but you you are Pepe, and we've <laughs> we've learned that you got that name from your Spanish godmother. Tell us about her. What's your relationship with her, and how does that nickname fit your game? Uh, my Spanish godmom, she got named me Pepe. And my brother's papa, he had uh, this twin sister. They're twin sisters. So one of them was my godmother, the other one was my brother. But uh, our relationship uh, isn't isn't that strong because uh, when I when I left Miami when I was a child, uh, pretty much I just remember them. You know, I always remember them. You know, for being my godmother and stuff like that. But you know, they went their ways. My mom took us, took me another way. But uh, after I got drafted, I reached out to her, spoke to her. We spoke for a little bit, you know, pretty much just reminiscing and things like that. You know, it's all love still. Uh, I would say uh, that fits my game. I don't, I don't even really think it just fits my game. It's just me when I'm on that field on Pepe. You know what I mean? You know, when I'm out in the world handling business and, you know, talking to business folks, I'm Demarion Williams. You know what I mean? So I take I carry that Pepe with me when I'm on that field because I'm out there having fun being me. You know what I mean? So. That's 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 why I'm Pepe out there. So Pepe, honestly, like you know, it's about to ramp up where not every football fan watches all preseason, right? So like the next couple of weeks, you're gonna see a huge percentage of football fans globally, uh, especially in this country, start to kind of like re-engage with the NFL. What do you want not only the NFL to know about your game, but the fans in Baltimore and beyond that are rabid Ravens fans? What should they know about you? They should know that I'm I'm going to bring it in game. I have that energy. I'm going to be flying around every game, making plays every game, you know, because it's all about producing. So and that's all I, I focus on. And I, I feel like, you know what I mean, I work I work very hard at that, you know. So game day, just let loose and go have fun. That's why I love game days, you know what I mean. So I'm going to bring it every game. Yeah, I also feel like one thing that would be good for, you know, everybody to learn, because to me it puts a lot of things in perspective, is just your your background growing up learning football. You just played street ball. 
which, <laughs> which is crazy. I've got some kids. I go to the, you know, games, I go to sports and there's some kids that just avoid contact. I could just envision you, you know, younger kid, just not afraid. Tell us about street ball. I mean, are you guys actually out there tackling on cement? Like how does that influence who you are today? Streetball definitely gave me my toughness for the game. You know what I mean? Not not having equipment on, just out there doing things, you know what I mean? Not not having fear. You know, we, we did tackle a lot, but we were smart enough not to tackle on cement. You know what I mean? We'll take it to the grass. You know, on cement, we just played touch. You know what I mean? But, you you know, uh, you'll fall here and there on that cement, so it can get physical out there. But uh, streetball, man, streetball was great. It definitely molded me to be tough out here. That's why I fear no one. I pull up on everybody. You know what I mean? My job is to get you down, so I'm going to do whatever I can to get you on that ground. Is there different definitions of guys' backgrounds when it comes to streetball? Because we've heard a lot about Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson playing their own version of streetball over the course of the last four years together. Are there different definitions of it? Uh, it's definitely different definitions of streetball. <laughs> They, they they got their own unique unique street ball right now. <laughs> hey Pepe, when people ask me, you know what it, what is it? What do I like best about working in the NFL? I always tell them that I love being around people that want to be great. It's just a different energy when you're around somebody who wakes up every morning and wants to be great, and you give me that impression because of your unique pathway to the NFL. You know, high school, junior college, then Houston, then here. What is it like? What is it that helps you overcome obstacles and and the things that get in the way? And what is your your advice to people who are struggling that just want to be great and just need to keep grinding? Just keep faith, and I always pray. You know what I mean? Talk to God. Uh, pretty much finding myself and finding my peace will help me, like on my journey. You know, pretty much just calm me down when situations got tough. And things like that. I just prayed and and I always told myself just to keep my faith high, keep it strong. So I mean to anybody that's going through what through whatever, adversity, anything, just keep your faith, you know, keep that joy, you know, keep smiles around you and just keep going. What's your early impressions of this Ravens organization that I think you feel pretty lucky to have been drafted by and, and landed in a pretty good spot? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh my first impression really is just family. You know, from the first day you walked in, man, they, they allow you to be yourself, you know, and they take you in for who you are. You know what I mean, it's just like a family bond, family thing. We all depend on each other. You know, we go to work every day, compete with each other, you know, spend a lot of time with each other, positive vibes in the locker room, things like that. You know what I mean? So it's that, that, was, that has been my biggest impression right there, like the family bond that we got. And can you take us inside kind of the DB's room? Obviously, you're in a great position to have two all pros in that room with Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey. How do you guys all get along? And is there anything that you've already learned from them in terms of how to become a pro? Oh, most definitely. Man. I learned a lot already just being in the organization, being in the room with them guys, uh, on learning how to be a pro, practice better, you know, build better habits and things like that. You know, just being in the room full of great, great guys, great DBs and, and vets and older guys. You just, you know, sit 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 in the cut basically and observe and soak in everything they talking about. You know, you, you watch how they communicate with each other, you know, how they how they see see things and how they talk things out, you know what I mean? I'm a rookie, so you know, 
one thing that I do know, if I want to be a great leader, I got to follow. You know what I mean? So I just sit back and watch and observe, you know, soak everything in, just listen, you know, and just, you know, basically try to apply, you know, and I definitely ask them questions. Them boys give me answers, you know what I mean? No problem, you feel me? They critique me and all that. So we got a great, we got a great DB room. Pepe, you talk about this family atmosphere that probably starts at the top, right? Not only Steve Bashotti, but John Harbaugh, too, as the head coach. I saw recently that he put together a little bit of a, a man, it looked like a rowdy atmosphere over there at the Harbaugh household. Food trucks, games, cornhole, you name it, pool party. Like, what was that all about? And have you ever had somebody, like, as a head coach, put together that kind of party for you and, and your team? Well, I won't say that kind of party, but I I, I have some coaches put together parties that's basically team bonding, you know, things like that, especially in college. So that's why, why like I said, it's, it's big on family here. I don't know about other organizations or things like that, but I still feel that, like, that brotherhood, building that brotherhood just like college, you know what I mean? Coming to a new locker room, still having positive vibes, you know, everybody encouraging everybody to be great, be better. So going to Coach Harbaugh House, you know, pretty much put icing on the cake. We all was there just kicking it, having fun. Feel me, just just playing around, you know, no talking not talking football and things like that, you know, just enjoying ourselves, you know, getting to know one another. So that definitely was dope. Hey Pepe, I had listened to you actually on another podcast recently and they were talking about how you were gonna treat the the preseason as like your Super Bowl. And yeah. and now that the preseason is wrapped up and you look back, how did your Super Bowl go in your eyes? It went great, man. We went three and zero, so you know, what I mean, we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> we won the Super Bowl. That's definitely what it was. So now, you know, coming into the season, just keep our foot on the gas, man, and we'll be at the Super Bowl soon. <laughs> how are you feeling about your personal progress? Like to me, I feel like I've. In training camp, you keep hearing about Pepe Williams. You got a pick six on Tyler Huntley. You even picked off Lamar Jackson. We saw you pick off Trace McSorley. You know, this team can use some some interceptions like that. So are you pretty happy with your own progress coming in as a rookie? And can you bring those – do you feel like that can continue into the regular season? Uh, most definitely. I want to say I'm just excited and just happy, happy. But, you know, it's a lot of room to improve right now. I just – no, I feel like I, I belong, so I know I can, you feel me, help the team win games. So I just got to get better and tune in to all the little details that I need to fine-tune. Yeah, we're catching you on an off day right now, which is you know super generous of you. We appreciate your time. I'm sure it's not an off day, though, for you. I, I would have to think that you're probably knee-deep in film study, or are you? What is an off day right now with the learning curve that you're uh, in the middle of as you get ready for you know two weeks out from the start of regular season? Uh, out there for me, pretty much waking up, going to treatment in the morning, getting my body right. Uh, and like you said, film, pretty much just, you know, watching films and clips, you know, getting, getting my mind ready to see certain plays and just get that muscle memory. So once the game plan comes in, continue to watch film and build on that and just go out there and just have some fun and let it come to me. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Pepe, as we get ready for week one, I know that John Harbaugh was very careful not to play basically all the starters and a lot of the contributors. So uh, are you feeling healthy? Are you feeling primed, ready to go in? Or or do you feel like, I know you missed a couple practices. Are you feeling healthy and ready to go for week one? Almost definitely. Perfect. Pepe, like when you're watching film and you're doing your own study on your own on an off day, is there someone that you call to bounce ideas off of or check up on something? Or is that just... Do you believe in your film prep enough to to just kind of do that on your own? Uh, nah, man. I always try to grow my film study. So asking questions, learning from other guys always help. But uh, right now, I mean, I talked to Kyle Fuller, uh, pretty much bounce ideas off his head, what he's seen. Basically, he's trying to uh, help me become better at watching film. You know, he's teaching me ways he watches it. So we bounce this idea off each other. Once we watch film, I tell him what I've seen. You know, he's testing me just to make sure I'm seeing what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? So that, 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 that's that been cool, keeping me level-headed, making sure basically I'm not overthinking and I'm actually seeing what I'm seeing. Yeah, that's I've, I've heard you mention film study a, a few times. That that was Ed Reed. That was his go-to all the time. It was, it was film study, and yeah. so that way you can jump routes. You know where things are going, and you can think ahead. So that's that's good on you. What are, for you, looking into the season, what kind of, like, benchmarks do you want to hit? Obviously, this is a team sport. Everybody wants to win. Is there anything growth that you want to see out of yourself and bench- benchmarks personally? Uh, definitely. To, to be honest, I'm going to be the most productive rookie this year. You know what I mean? Uh, that's pretty much the main goal for me right now, just being the most productive rookie in this class, you know, and, and basically help contribute and win games. For, with my team so and that's all I can all I can do for right now you know what I mean just keep working everybody's buzzing about this rookie class especially about the fourth rounders like yourself and Jalen Armour Davis and <laughs> Isaiah Likely Jordan Stout I mean the list goes on what are your impressions okay. of the rookie class and in particular the fourth round we got the best rookie class out of all 32 teams the best enough the best. said no cap <laughs> <laughs> Uh, enough said i think you're not the only one that's speaking very confidently about that class as well i mean you guys showed up and showed out throughout the preseason you know pepe there's a new guy in town that i think you're going to be going up against in practice a little bit and as we tape this here on the 28th last night he went off demarcus robinson showed up man and 
I'm just curious. Crazy, man. He's a Super Bowl champion. You've probably maybe seen him play before uh, throughout college or whenever that might have been. What are your early impressions of DeMarcus, and what do you think about going up against him and practice iron sharpening iron? I can't wait, basically. Just getting me better. I mean, he's been here already. So he's just going to be schooling me. I'm going to be getting better each and every day in practice. So once game day come, I'm going to be not seeing it all. You know what I mean? I'm going to be ready. <laughs> well, at least now you know not to bite on those double moves when you're playing him in practice. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, we talk down. We talk down on everything. <laughs> when you see that replay that Sarah's referring to, I think of the sluggo route there where he just, I mean, it was a double move yes. and then some, and, and he he cooked that DB. How can you, as as a cornerback yourself, how can you make mental adjustments there? Okay, when I see DeMarcus next time, I'm not going to make sure, you know, I'm going to make sure I'm prepared for that move. Basically, I, I say you just got to understand the coverage. It's a it's an aggressive and a protective in each coverage. So, you know, basically, I don't know what the corner was doing. Either he was the aggressor and somebody was supposed to protect him. And, but on that play, both of them was aggressive, so... Both of them got beat, you know what I mean? So, like, once I seen the play, I was like, man, that's crazy. Both players bit, you know what I mean? So somebody was wrong. <laughs> somebody was wrong. Leave us with this, right? Like, you're about to embark on quite a journey. You've been chasing after this your entire football career, and I'm sure there were a lot of doubts in your head at times or at least voices in your head that, that said you wouldn't get to this point. How do you channel all that? How do you make sure that, you know, you put that aside and, you know, dive into this next chapter of your football career with a full focus in a couple of weeks. Like I said earlier, I just keep my faith. You know, I pray uh, just to God to keep me humble. You know what I mean? And I just go by each and every day knowing that, you feel me, as long as I keep going, I'm good. You know what I mean? So I don't worry about nothing I can't control. So I just keep my faith high and do it and do it and do what I can, you know, control the controllables. Really, really appreciate I mean, it's exactly Lamar. He's like, keep the faith. God, keep me humble and just keep working. Keep, keep focused. So, yeah, man, y'all, you guys have a great roster this year. I'm so excited to see what you guys can do. We wish you the absolute best, Pepe. You obviously have already made so many fans fall in love with you. And just know that you've got a whole city backing you up, man. We wish you the best this, this season. Sarah, what was your biggest takeaway from that? I mean, he's super unassuming, very mild-mannered. But again, like we talked about at the top, as soon as he gets into football mode, the alter ego comes out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think what I noticed is that, like, he got specifically excited when we asked him about his teammates. So, like, there's no doubt, like, in my mind, Pepe Williams is going to be a big contributor this year. In my mind, I think he could even beat out Kyle Fuller for that number three spot. And so, but anytime, you know, I'm kind of gassing him up a little bit, which I do think is true. Like I said, he gives me this vibe that he just works to be great. We talked about his his preseason and his training camp. He kind of downplayed all the success that he's had, that that his first ever NFL interception against Trace McSorley, he barely talked about it. But then you ask him about Demarcus Robinson. You ask him about learning from the other DBs in the room, like Mark, Marcus Peters and, and Marlon Humphrey. Then he'll talk more. You ask him about his impressions about the rookie class. That was his boldest statement was about his teammates. He's like, look, we're the best in, of all 32 teams. So I really appreciated that, that when it comes to himself, he refuses to give in 
to the like gassing him up, right? He said, he's like, I want to stay fumble and I want to stay on the course. Like he's not, he's not buying into any of it. He's staying focused and humble. But when it comes to his teammate, teammates, he's all about celebrating them and, and gassing them up. Sarah, if you think he's beating out Kyle Fuller for the number three corner slot, then Kyle may want to stop picking up the phone when he calls yeah. about film study. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I don't know if that's going to happen week one, but I do think by the end of the season he could for sure. But I, yeah, yeah. Kyle, well, but that's the Ravens, right? Like, that's the type of guys the Ravens get. They don't care about, like, they're they're all, even Chuck Clark, just so giving of information, even against their competitors. No, no doubt about it. Yeah, I, I like that he shared that little nugget with us because although Kyle is a newcomer to the Ravens, his first year in Baltimore, uh, by the way, he has a Baltimore background, so he's not new to Baltimore. He's just new to the organization. He's still you know, allowing a rookie to lean into him and, and pick his his brain on a number of levels when it comes to you know, being an NFL cornerback on an everyday basis. So again, hope you enjoyed that conversation with Pepe Williams. He's expected to be a fan favorite for a long time coming and hopefully for his sake, a longtime cornerback in the Baltimore organization because he's got that dog in him, you can tell. And I, I think he... You know, there were a couple different instances throughout the conversation that that became pretty clear. And he's a, he's also very, he's got great, great energy too. You didn't necessarily feel that way during the conversation per se, but go on to the Ravens social channels. Yeah. Like Sarah, we both know that his energy is unmatched, especially throughout training camp and with the kids. When the, yeah. when the public was allowed in and the kids, he was leaning into the kids and you just, you can tell he really appreciates this moment and appreciates that, hey, as a former JUCO kid, who had a bunch of different stops throughout college, he appreciates this moment. He's not taking it for granted. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think that's why he's so giving of like, like you said, like when you see him in those videos, he's so, he, 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 I remember one time he was coming out of the tunnel in training camp and the kids, the marketing team of the Ravens hadn't got the kids lined up yet, you know, where they all come out. And um, he's like, well, I'll just sneak back in I'll go back into the tunnel, even though I should be out there warming up and this and that, because I know what this moment means for these kids. Like, how often are they going to be here? So he went back up into the tunnel, waited for like the go ahead that the kids were there and then came out to kind of give him high fives. Like the the time he gave us on his day off, like he's just so generous and kind. And and also, though, one one other takeaway that is is football related is and I was curious about this because he had missed a couple practices leading into that third and final preseason game. You know, I had asked him, are you are you healthy and ready to go? And he's like, oh, it wasn't even a question. For sure, I'm ready to go. So I know for those, especially those that are like trying to put together their 53-man rosters that you might want to – some may have wanted to put an extra corner on there just in case he wasn't ready to go. But it does sound like, indeed, he will be, you know, fired up and out there in New York week one. Put him in Sharpie for the 53-man. We'll have that coming up within the next few hours as well, that, that special – breakdown and predictions for the 53-man roster so before we jump why don't we get to some emails because a lot of folks in Baltimore and beyond have been kind enough to reach out to us over the last week or so we just celebrated one month of existence here on the vault we'd love to hear from you whether it's constructive feedback positive feedback or anywhere in between uh, hit us up at Baltimore Ravens vault at gmail.com that's Baltimore Ravens vault at gmail.com. Sarah, you want to go first? Yeah. So the, uh, the one I'm going is, uh, Jay Nicholas Briggs it says, Hey, Bobby and Sarah, I wanted to reach out to give you my 
almost entirely positive feedback regarding your new podcast. I find myself constantly searching for Ravens content to scratch my Baltimore football news and insight itch. And there is quite a bit out there. But whether video or audio, almost all the content out there falls into one of two categories. One, the national talking heads who, by nature and scope of their jobs, don't have their fingers on the pulse of everything going on here with our Ravens. And two, passionate fans who are typically not expert or insiders. In both cases, it feels like there is a bit of a gap where passion and insight could combine. And your new content fits the bill so well. You are both names I trust regarding Ravens news and analysis, and you're also both passionate about our birds. Your respective media backgrounds are apparent in the way your content is conveyed simply yet comprehensively. No stream of consciousness rants and no wildly out-of-touch takes like LJ being injury-prone or trying to sneak likely onto the practice squad. Hint, hint. Uh, I think that's a, a little stray bullet to the Fox <laughs> broadcast there. But he says... Uh, Thank you for the content. I'm looking forward to great Ravens content for years to come. And then here's the part where he says it's not just all positive. My only constructive criticism would be regarding the YouTube content. I understand it's an extra hassle to get camera ready, but I think being able to see both your lovely smiles <laughs> or any video content beyond a stationary picture would make the content more engaging. Thanks for listening, Nick Briggs. Appreciate that, Nick. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, him him saying that, like, we hit that gap means a lot. You know what I mean? Because that is what we want to do. We want to be able to have smart analysis because we follow the team every week. Try not to get too crazy with our, our takes. And uh, sometimes, only sometimes, there's a stream of consciousness. So, so but uh, <laughs> that's on our longer form ones. But we really appreciate that. I don't know. That's great. We'll see what we can do on the YouTube end. No, no, no major plans just yet, but, but, uh, we appreciate that Nick very much. Yeah. We're in experimental phase right now on YouTube. For those of you who maybe follow along with what I do video wise, I'm doing a little bit of an experiment with, you know, some audio only stuff. So be on the lookout for that. But Sarah and I will revisit that as, as we kind of go here and kind of dive into our first full football season. But, uh, yeah, Nick, I think he actually put Sean Payton in a body bag there. Uh, in, yeah. <laughs> in some ways with, with that feedback about Isaiah likely yeah. on the practice squad. But yeah, that was good stuff and and super appreciative of that. And, and before we close, this one comes in from Oregon. Elizabeth Kidd, kind enough to reach out and say, Hey, Bobby and Sarah, I've been loving the Ravens Vault podcast out here in Oregon. I grew up with the Baltimore Colts, then the Ravens. I may have moved west, but I still love my Ravens. The Vault has become my go-to source for updates on the team since it's hard to get any info over the radio or local news out this way. So I really appreciate you guys putting together a quality podcast that fills me in on all the flock news without all the pontification. Keep up the good work. And P.S., love to see Anthony Brown playing in the preseason. He was an Oregon Duck, and we loved him out here. Hope he makes the cut. And Elizabeth, as we talked about in our instant reaction episode after the preseason finale, whether it's in Baltimore or not, he is going to find his way in the league. He showed last night, uh, as we taped this again on the 28th, Sunday the 28th, that he is more than capable. And I think we both agree on that, Sarah. Oh, yeah. He was he was uh, excellent. He was excellent. Uh, we always keep things in perspective when it's the preseason, but uh, he – more than showed enough to be, you know, whether it's a practice squad or maybe a place where they need, you know, a third 
quarterback or a backup somewhere else. But, you know, I'm hoping that the Ravens can keep him on that practice squad. Just an excellent touch to the football. So many times he threw that ball up and it was just just a, just a drop in, just a drop into his receivers. Good vision, good everything. So uh, our best to him. But thank you, Elizabeth, for that email. That That means a lot. So that'll do it on this episode of The Vault. Again, two weeks out from the start of regular season football, and we will have post-game instant reaction episodes coming to you for all 17 regular season games. And for Baltimore's sake, hopefully into January as well, into the postseason. So for my partner, Sarah Ellison, I'm Bobby Trossett signing off from this one. A huge thanks to Pepe Williams becoming the second player to make his debut here on The Vault. Pat Ricard, of course, was our opening guest our first week in existence, and there will be more. That's a promise. That's from us to you. Again, thanks so much. Everybody always wants to know how you can help, how they can help out us here on The Vault. Really, the easiest answer, listen to our stuff, share it with a friend or group message or Facebook group or anyone you feel might enjoy what we're doing. And if you feel so inclined, leave a review and a rating as well. Thanks for being with us here on The Vault. The Vault.